and welcome to Giggles and Gaze, the podcast where we talk about whatever you tell us to. I'm Alan. I'm Larry. And I'm Jeff. And, and we're gay. gay. Hello, <laughs> everybody. so excited about that. <laughs> my God. Yes. We're, we're over here like, and we're gay. And you're like, and not we're gay. Like, my yeah. God. Well, someone's got to be excited about it. We're always excited <laughs> to be gay. Are we? Well, I thought this week. I mean, you know, except when the... The Supreme Court of the United States says something about oh, our marriage. Okay. Well, anyway. that, that's a different well, podcast right there. Well, I thought this week we would razzle-dazzle them. You, <laughs> you were told to find somewhere to put that, <laughs> and you did it. What are you talking about? I thought we were just going to razzle-dazzle them. All right, oh, I'll, I'll be out in the hall. You let me know, <laughs> let me know when we're done. So this week we're going to start off as per usual with our Man Crush Mondays. And in order to talk about our Man Crush Mondays, I think we're going to go ahead and tell you what our theme for this week is. We're going to be talking about musicals. Musicals. I know that did musicals. not sound right at all. I sounded really off, but... It was it was a, it was a strong performance. Uh, yes, yes. Yes, thank you. I appreciate that. That's what they say when they have nothing else to say about you. It was a strong performance. I thought it was beautiful. It brought tears to my eyes, even though you can't see me crying. Oh, thanks, Jeff. I'm crying because it just hurt my ears so much. Eternal, internal cries are not that great to have, you know. Like internal bleeding, like on Grey's Anatomy and everything like that. So, our, our, <laughs> our Man Crush Monday oh this week God. is going to be a good one. I know you guys are going to love it. Hopefully, we get a lot of comments on it. Our Man Crush Monday is Fiero from Wicked. Fiero. All Fieros from Wicked. Any Fiero who has ever donned those white pants. Thank you. Thank you from every man in the gay community. Am I right? <laughs> we'll, post, yeah. we'll post pictures yeah. of the ones we've in particularly seen. Exactly. Kyle Dean Massey you've seen. Yes. Derek Williams I've seen. The other guy I saw. Uh, I looked him up because I saw him on tour. His name is Sam Lips. He was really good because he was on tour and I think he was the understudy. Um, Ashley Parker Angel has been one. Who's the other one I saw? Did you um, Michael Campano. He was he was Fierro. He was a really good Fierro. I saw video clips of him. Uh, but thank you all Fierros who have donned those lovely white pants. And speaking of donning lovely white pants. None of us are wearing white pants. No. And there will be ruined no, it. There will be, no, ruined be no pictures it. of us wearing white pants. <laughs> Let alone donning them. I don't own white pants. You don't own white pants? You've seen the extent of my fashion. All We've three gone over pairs this. of shorts. We're actually very proud of Jeff this week for wearing a different color of cargo shorts. He also does not have a graphic tee on. They're the same exact cargo shorts as last time. Oh, did you wash them? You didn't yes, need to tell them. I did. I Do you remember that them. one time we were at work together when you and I worked together? And we had this person that would sit beside us occasionally and your jeans were just faded. She came yeah. up to you and go, um, did you wash those? Yeah, and you're like, faded. they're faded. They're old. They fade. <laughs> it was so funny because I just remember you having this face and going, they're faded. <laughs> it was so funny. I remember that like No, I remember like crazy. that. Day. That was good. But like I said, everybody, we're going to be talking about Broadway today. Uh, so Broadway, I think musicals, Broadway musicals, movie musicals, TV show musicals, things like that. So uh, I think Larry has a list of things. Yes, we'll go ahead and we'll start with our favorites. We're going to give our favorite musicals, songs, characters, genres, and tropes. Favorite musical. Go ahead, Jeff. Mine's next to normal. Why? Like it. Oh, good. That's no, a I like, requisite. I mean, I, the music's really good. Yes, um, I, mean, I love that musical. musical. Mm-hmm. It oh, it's a crazy musical. I saw the last show of it on Broadway. Wow. I saw it on Broadway like 20 times. Wow. Was Alice Ripley playing the mom when you saw her? Alice Ripley was the only person I ever saw except for the last show on Broadway. Oh. Oh, no. She, she did stay on Broadway for most of its run. She did it the whole run, didn't she? Yeah, I think. Yeah, actually, I think you're right. I think, I think there was she one did time it. I didn't see her because I think she was out. Because that that part plays a 
that's okay. mentally draining yeah. too that part is and, and the, your voice too some of the notes she has to hit mm-hmm. so i think there was one time where she was just taking it off for a little but i don't know i have her autograph i've met her many times oh she's lovely i think I she's a great picture. actress i think I have a picture of me with her somewhere if you ha- you find um, a picture i'll post it on the instagram and tag her no it's just a great musical we i saw it so many times because the train would go into the city mm-hmm. right from college and it would be like 20 bucks with a student the on Saturdays you could do the student discount for tickets oh, nice. and they're like 20 bucks so we just go see it all the time that's my favorite one I would love to see Next Normal turned into a movie like you couldn't do the sets the same because the set the set was like this the house it was a house, house but it was like it was like rooms were in boxes and yeah, there was... were stairs and stuff like that it was really cool I don't think you would get the feeling of the spoilers the sun being dead if you did it as a movie because the whole point of it on stage is like he's there but you can tell the other characters don't see him or something like that yeah mm-hmm. but it would be easy enough to do that i don't know if but the do have you ever seen next normal no i've seen clip if you look up clips you can tell what he's talking about by you the wouldn't clips. you wouldn't get the feeling of it because you can 100% see he's there. And you don't notice for like the first like 10 or 15 minutes of the musical, uh, it's technically it's a rock opera. You don't notice that he's actually dead until she comes out with the birthday cake and everyone's like, uh, he's been dead for 16 years. Like it's very, he he very much moves. Like even the first song. He interacts and sings yeah. with everybody. Mm-hmm. You've heard me listen to it before. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, I could see it. I guess I could see them trying to make it into a movie, but I don't think it would come off as emotionally strong as it does when you see it on Broadway. It would definitely or, have to be directed correctly. Yeah, and it's like because there is a scene where the where the dad finally acknowledges that he also can see the sun. Too. I love that song. Uh, and it's kind of like because there's duets where they're both singing and like. The sun will get up in his face, but he's looking like he can't see him mm. and stuff like that. Like, it's a lot of emotionally driving things that you need to see. And I think with a movie, you know, you'd be in a, you'd be in a house, technically. Like, you'd be in the real sets, and it just wouldn't, like, they go off to school, but, like, things are happening on the... Because, the, like he was saying, it's broken up into the house, but they fade out, like, the lights on part of it. But things are still happening... But they're doing something else in a different part, like it's when she, the daughter's at school or something like that. But other things are still happening on I stage. Think, I think you could still film it like that. It would just look less like a, oh, wow, look at home drama. And it would be more, um, not exactly along these lines, but you've seen Stranger Things, right? Yeah. When she goes into the mental state and she's just walking through like black stuff and it illuminates different scenes. But if it were to be a little bit more avant-garde like that, instead of being like, we're going to physically show her school, physically show the house, if it moved watch a some, bit more like that. Watch some clips of it and come back. I think they could do a... Just hearing like about a it. Netflix filming of it, like they did with Shrek the Musical. Well, yes, and if, if it was, yes, if it was like the musical being filmed, mm-hmm. is that what you're talking about? You're talking about like an actual either, live Honestly, action. either or. I would do a Shrek version of it then, because then you can they... still get the same feeling. I thought you were talking about like a... Uh, no, no, I movie, was, movie I was, but you could do either one of them, I would take and I think it would be. Inter- I think, in, I feel like the movie doing it live like that might do be a stretch, but I think it's doable. But I think doing a Netflix movie would also be super doable because you just have to see how they interact in the thing and or like how they did Hamilton or something. Mm. But in that yes. sense, where they're filming the actual, I prefer yeah. it when they're just filming the stage and they're not zooming in on things. But right, I guess it's just because it's harder you know, to see. What, what did a good job of that? The um, the TV version of Into the Woods. There wasn't a TV version. Well, they filmed it. Oh, it was on PBS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. So, Alan, yes, what sir. is your favorite musical? My favorite musical is an older one, not one of the not not newish. I love the the show. She loves me. That's an honorable mention for me. Yeah, I love She Loves Me. It was actually the first show that I fully directed at a community theater. That was one of the ones that I did, like, start to finish. I did, you know, all the sets. Well, I mean, I didn't personally. I had people help me make sets. But it's based off of... um, Shop Around the Corner? Shop Around the Corner. Which, Shop Around the Corner was an old Judy Garland movie. 
And then it's also, it's kind of like You've Got Mail, where two strangers are writing to each other. Have you ever seen You've Got Mail? Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks. It's uh, highly recommended. Zachary Levi was in The Revival. Yeah, he does a good job. I've told you about this before. It's it's a cute, uh, essentially... Is it the one you told me to watch on the Broadway app? Yes. That I didn't have time to watch before it expired. Well, it expired. You gave it to me like a week before you it was You could gone. have watched it. I but it's it's a great it's it's based in a perfumery shop. Mm-hmm. Um in the original like book and then into the original play. Uh but it was it's really good. I I the one I directed was great. I had a lot of great people on it. One of my really good friends, Jared, played George, who is the Zachary Levi part. Um someone that actually listens to this podcast. Uh, actually designed my set and drew up my set and everything. That's Joe. Uh, he did all of that. Great set. It was beautiful. But it's just it's just a good show. It ends up being... it. The show ends up, of course, like You've Got Mail and like, you know, Shopper on the Floor. They fall in love when they finally know each other at the very end of the, of the show. And it's like Christmas. That's and, one of my favorite... Like, when we get there, that's one of my favorite tropes. It's just it's such it, it's just such a good show. It's got so much like so many entertaining songs and the revival starred Zachary Levi, uh, and then it also uh, Jane Krasins Jane Krasinski. She was on Thirty Rock. Yes, blonde hair is that her name? Yeah, she she plays the. Um, She's in Kimmy Smith also, isn't she? Maybe Unbreakable Kimmy Smith isn't she the? Right yes, she's rich lady on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 And it also has Gavin Krill, who is a great, like, Broadway guy. Then uh, Amelia is played by someone. I can't remember her name. She's wonderful. But I'll I'll, I'll probably figure it out, and I'll post it on Instagram. So that way that lady doesn't dislike me. She's really good. She's a really good actress. She was in a lot of really good things. But the show itself is so beautiful. I love it. But, yeah. My favorite. I... Put down. I couldn't choose, so I put down three. Uh, well, now you say that we could talk about three. My second favorite, Shrek the Musical. Oh, what's your uh, babe? What's your second favorite? My second favorite is Wicked. Very oh, okay. easy. All right. Did anyone have a third favorite they wanted to drop before I drop mine? No. I like any of the quartet shows, like Forever Plaid, The Marvelous, Wonderettes. Like huh? I like Hairspray. Can I finish my? No. Thanks. You've been saying it before I forget. <laughs> so that's rude. If I thought about everything like that, anyways, even though I was rudely interrupted, any of like the quartet stuff, like like I said, Forever Platt and the Marvelous Wonderettes, and then there's like a, a couple of other ones that's a two male and two female group. Any of those, because they're they're all they are are uh, jukebox musicals where they just regurgitate other songs. Uh, they just happen to be in quartet form and stuff like that. They're really, really good. Direct. I directed a form of uh, Forever Plaid one time, and that was really fun. But I remember you talking about that. Yeah. So, Larry, now that it's your turn, what okay. what, uh, so, <laughs> what, what were you going to say before you opened the can of worms? Of having more than one favorite. My three favorites, the first two are the ones I've actually seen. Uh, Newsies was the first uh, musical I've seen, and we actually saw it together. And the second favorite is The Lion King, because we saw that in person. And they're doing hand signs to each other. And I don't I know don't what, know what he's doing. About. You said my top three, but I've only seen two. So I'm super confused how you have a third favorite. I can one have a favorites. third without seeing it. It's The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, we're because I've heard the music for it. And I think the songs are the best it was just weird how you said it. Version of... I'll let you have it. The show. Because the movie is beautiful. I love the movie. But, like, the, the the way they did the songs in the stage version were just... It was very dramatic. And I think it fleshed out a lot of the characters a bit more. I happen to love that version. They did a really good job of... The guy that directed that play... Or the guy that plays Quasimodo, I believe, is the same guy who directed the sign language version of Spring Awakening. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Spring Awakening would be my third favorite. Spring Awakening is a great show. He just keeps interjecting. I'm sorry, baby. He keeps interrupting. Oh, that's okay. We can all talk over each other. That's the point. I'm just going to keep interrupting everybody now. We're used to it. I'm favorite. Sorry. I'm busy. Song. 
favorite song from a Broadway Narrow musical? Narrow it down to one. Oh. Well, how many did you pick, Larry? One. Oh, okay. Also, the woman who was in She Loves Me, who played <laughs> Amelia, is Laura Bonatti. And Laura Bonatti, if you listen to this one day, I'll tag you in our post. But Laura Bonatti, I am sorry I forgot your name. You are a wonderful human being, and I appreciate you. And I also appreciate when you play Melania Trump, because it's hilarious. So, if, you know, Laura Benani ever listens to this, that's Alan, what I'm saying. Favorite. So, songs, if you want to favorite choose song, one, you can. If I had to choose... Don't be basic. A favorite song. Now, is this a favorite song that I like to listen to, or a favorite song that I like to sing? Do both. Oh, I see. Now it's two. <laughs> you made it harder for him. Pick, <laughs> pick your favorite song. What's your favorite? My song? favorite song to listen to, ever, would have to be from. She loves me. No, I'm sorry. Not she loves me. Little Women the musical. It is the. Is it called the Entrante? And Entract. Entract. It's the beginning of Act Two. In it's She Loves Me, the musical. Favorite song too. And it's the one where they go through her story. <gasps> Came is. to New York on a dream. Bum, bum. Yeah, that one. The Weekly Love Volcano that song. Press. Weekly Volcano Press is That's the beginning of Act favorite. 2. Because it tells a story. And it's a great musical theater thing because they use every single person to the cast is used in this one song. As a different character. As a different character than they are. And it's just wonderful. I love it so much. What did I steal your favorite? You did. That was my favorite. Well, I guess you gotta get a new favorite. Song. But why do you why do you like it? Is it different than the reason it's, that I like it? Because it's it's high energy, it's very fast paced and moving, and it's a story within a story. And ultimately it's talking about how she was like everyone kept telling her no, and then she was like, uh, I'm gonna do it anyway. And she succeeded. And I love it, and it's great. I got to do I got to do backstage work at a really fun production of Little Women the Musical in um, the Ice House Theater in Mount Dora, and the women in that musical were amazing. Were they little? There was one little one. One little one. <laughs> um, one of them, um, the one who played Joe, she's amazing. She has a Sutton Foster-like quality. Sutton Foster played the part of Joe on Broadway. She has a Sutton Foster-like quality. Can I interrupt you just for a second? Yes. Sutton Foster walked into me in New York City one time, barreled into me, didn't even say sorry. That's she was probably busy. You can't take that she against her. She was walking her. in. We were going to see the Zach uh, Braff play that she was in. So she was walking into the theater while we were in line to get the tickets. And she just... Barreled into me. I didn't even know it was her at first. Barrels into me. I'm like, excuse you? And then my friend, who's obsessed with Sutton, turns to me and she goes, Sutton Foster just walked into you. And I was like, she didn't say sorry. That's all. (laughs) That's all. So Sutton Foster has walked into me, hit this shoulder right here, didn't say sorry. See, I would have known who Sutton Foster is. I didn't see her face because I was standing in line. I wasn't... You, I'm not expecting someone to walk at me and walk into me. Well, see, here's the thing. I, I would have, I would have literally been looking around, going, "Okay, someone at this point is going to be famous, and they're going to see me, or I'm going to see them." I would have seen Sutton Foster before she bumped into me. It was a crowded room. Doesn't matter. I would have seen her. R.I.P. to your shoulder, but I would have Thank just you. moved. Moved where? <laughs> How are you supposed to know someone's about to walk into you? You just. I was looking. You just do. I'm. What's your favorite song? <laughs> I wasn't... Did I finish my train of thought? No, you were talking about Sutton Foster that I got mad because she walked into me. Yes. So I was talking about this person who played Joe, who has a oh, very yes. Sutton-like, Sutton Foster-like quality. Her name is actually um, Whitney Abel when she played her, but now she's Whitney Abel Couch. I think that's the way I pronounce her name. But she has such a Sutton Foster-like quality that I have seen her in another production of another thing that Sutton Foster has done. Which is Thoroughly Modern Millie. Thoroughly Modern Millie is a great show, but she also did the Sutton Foster part in that show too, and she killed it. But yeah, that's Whitney. She's wonderful. But uh, I didn't mean to take up more time talking about a musical that was not my favorite, but 
I'm just letting you know a little bit tidbit information. No, we're talking about the favorite songs. No, yeah, it's all part of the favorite same. Favorite songs. It's all part of the same. I said my favorite, right? Yeah, you were first. Okay, just making sure. And then Larry had the same one. Sometimes when I talk about Broadway or musicals, I can just trail off. Like, I feel bad for Larry. Sometimes I will just talk about one thing, and then that will go to a different thing. Like, when I told him, we were talking about Adam's Family today, the musical. I've never listened to the whole musical. I just know a little bit about it. We were talking about who was in it, which is Nathan Lane, who you love. But then Morticia was B.B. Uh, Newworth. I was like, do you know who B.B. Newworth is? And he's like, no. I was like, well, she was in Chicago. and then, But she was also on Frasier. She played Frasier's girlfriend on Cheers. Did you ever see Cheers? No. Anyway, but she was a really good Morticia, I heard. She's got really good... <laughs> it was ridiculous. That's just me. And see, I did it again. I'm real sorry, guys. You know what? If you're going to have Weekly Volcano Press... Okay, what do you have? I'm going to choose Shadowlands from The Lion King. Because it's such a powerful song, and it liter—it's literally all of like Nala's expose. Like in the movie, it was just like, oh, Nala had like she just like left, and then oh wow, here's Simba. But in the <laughs> musical, it explains like no, she she had to go. She had to go looking for any kind of help, any kind of anything that might help them. It's a and great segment between Nala and. The female lions in the musical. Yes. It was a crying shame. A 100% crying shame that it was left out of the Lion King remake. Absolutely. Beyonce could have nailed Shadowland in that movie. Like I said, if she doesn't sing it, something is wrong. Well, there was something wrong because she didn't sing it. Jeff, do you have any idea what we're talking about? Yeah. Okay. I've seen The Lion King. Okay, I'm just wondering. You're this just the first Broadway show I ever saw. Oh. No, no I don't think that was the first one I saw. I saw it in sixth grade. <laughs> I still have my play, my, my uh, show book from it. We have our playbill somewhere. I just don't remember where. No, not the playbill. The the guide that you can buy. The um, show guides. What are they called? Oh, we didn't. The books? We just have the playbill. And shirts. We like shirts and bags from the shows that we go see. Oh, for sure. You get the most used out of them. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Right? Hey, whatever you want. I mean, just saying, it's a crying shame. Do you have a favorite song? Probably I'm Alive from Next to Normal. It's a very powerful song. Um, or another Next to Normal one would be um, I Am The One. The one that uh, the dad sings to her. Yeah. That's a really powerful song. Yeah, um, because the dad, the mom, and the dead son are all in it. Um, yeah, it's it's like a very rock. It's got a really good guitar. Yeah, like. and it's kind of like him, because she keeps saying uh, the song before. It's called "You Don't Know." He's she's trying to say you don't know how I feel because mm. blah blah blah. But in reality, he does see the sun, but it's not told until like the end of the music, uh, mm-hmm. the show. Um, but he's trying to explain to her that he's always been there for her. And all this stuff because they're going through like some hard stuff and stuff like that. So I like how it. I like how you don't know, and I'm the one like just go together, meld together. I was gonna say both of them because both of them. It's like it feels like well the whole. Show, well, it feels like one song. The show's one song, mm-hmm. but those two just should be one song together. Superboy and the Invisible Girl from that show is great too. Yes, it is. I like oh, when sh- I like when Aaron Tivitt comes in and he's like. Sings it, and I'm just like, whoa, bro. Yeah. And um, he's not here. I used he's not here as my slow audition song forever. It's a good one too. They're all good songs. So good. It's actually the exact bars that an audition song should be. The whole show's good. Yeah. Great show. Yeah. <laughs> There's even a song where the dead son tries to convince the mom to kill himself. So that they can be together. Is that the one? Is that the stairs? Is that it's, the stairs it's one? It's the music box one. Uh, it's That's depressing. called... It's not There's a World, is Wait. it? No. There's a world and made for yes. us. Yes. Well, that's... Uh, it's called... What is it called? There's one part where she's... Where they're talking and then she's like... She's like, do you want me to go down the stairs? It's really funny. No, There's a World is the dad song. I Dream to Dance. I Dream to Dance. Okay. Yeah. 
I Dream to Dance. It's a shame it wasn't a jukebox musical. They could have just done uh, Don't Fear the Reaper. Well, That's true. The son's convincing the mom to kill her. Because she's about to go to the shock therapy mm-hmm. to re-scramble her brain. And he's trying to convince the mom to kill herself so that they can be together. Because wow. he's dead. There's wow. a song. You like, just gotta watch He's the, the antagonist of this play from what I'm hearing. I think he shares that with the dad. The dad's the antagonist? Everyone's kind of the antagonist, though. And then Even he, the daughter is. Everyone's the daughter's the really, really smart. And she plays piano really well. And she's like, she just wants to leave. She just wants to leave because the mom doesn't pay any attention to her because the mom's so obsessed with the dead son. Yeah. Wow. There's even a line where it's like, there was like, you know I tried. Well, that's what Superboy and the Invisible Girl's about. Yeah. He's the, the kid, the kid that's yeah, in. Superboy. Superboy, and, and she's, she's the Invisible, Invisible Girl. Yeah, she, you just she, gotta, you gotta either listen to it or watch it. It's, you gotta listen to it in order. Yeah. And you got to be in the right headspace because this seems like it deals with a lot of grief. I listened to it a lot after my mom passed away, and I should not have. (laughs) Honestly, that I was like, "Ooh, no!" I realized after listening to because for me it has a lot of tenor stuff, Mm -hmm. and I and that's my range is tenor. So I would like. We'll play you some good songs afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's listened to it. I've I've heard a few songs out of context. I'll play the one that I was specifically talking about, though, so you can. Kind of see, but it is it is a right headspace kind of musical. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. one of the songs is pharmaceutical and like pharmaceutical co- ph- pharmaceutical colleagist. It's talking about drugs. She's she's just like this doctor that would write her prescriptions. Wow. Based off of her feelings. Oh, that was ridiculous. It's a great show. Great show though. Yeah. Next question. Favorite <laughs> character. Oh gosh. So, do y'all have any, or should I go first? Shrek. <laughs> but why? Actually, it'd probably be Donkey. I love Donkey in the Shrek musical. I love Donkey in the movie, but the guy who played the part did a phenomenal job. Yes, in Shrek. Did. Yeah, in Shrek. Yes. yes. I you Brian know James Darcy or Brian D'Arcy. Uh, uh, Shrek. Yes, Shrek. I'm not talking about Shrek. I'm donkey. Talking about Donkey. Donkey. I don't know okay. him, but I know that he did go. T- as far as seeing pictures, I know that he is currently... Well, I mean, nothing's currently going on Broadway. But I know that he's in Hamilton, I think, now. Wow. I think he made it into Hamilton. But we can always check it out. He's with, with Donkey, speaking of Donkey, I think he is the best version of the Mater character. Where Mater drives me insane, I think it's Daniel, Donkey's... Daniel great, Breaker or something? I like was that? talking about Shrek. Yeah, Daniel Brian Breaker. Darcy James? Yes. Yeah. He was also in Smash. He was also next normal. He was the dad. Mm -hmm. He would make a really good dad. He's not the original dad, but he did make Uh, a really good dad. He's off Broadway because originally it was off Broadway. But he's not the original Broadway dad. No, he's not. Bobby, Robert, something. Uh, Robert. But the. What's his name? To play the dad and to play the mom. J. Robert Spencer was. To play any. Actually, okay, we're going back to next normal. To play any of those characters. Is a Mindful? nightly hardship because it's a hard. They're hard. It's a hard musical. But so your favorite character is Donkey, and so why is he your favorite character? I think it's more of seeing shows. Mm-hmm. The actor who did him just did such a good job embracing that character, right? And he has some really good songs. I love Shrek the Musical. Like those songs are the song with the dragon is great. Uh, Donkey Pot Pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the whole musical is great. Like, I, there'll be days where I'm just, I just play the whole musical. Well, and like, there, there are so many people dismiss it because they're like, uh, Shrek the musical. But like, two of the songs in that show are incredibly emotional. Who mm-hmm. I'd be. Oh, but, and but the wall song's good. Yeah, and then the the song, um, where where he's he's singing to himself. Hello, dear princess. Yes. Um, yeah. What is the title of that song? What's the title? Jeff? Words fail. When, when words, words fail, fail, I put that in my vows. You did. Um, it's a good yeah, song. It's a good show. When, I love the donkey song where he's like, uh, where he wants him to come. He's like, take me with you. He's like, like a, like a I'll fan. stick with you like a, I, I, like a fat boy loves cake. Is that what it is? Something like that. Like a diabetic loves cake. Or something, yeah. No, 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 no. I love that song. Oh, so good. Donkey's a great part. Yeah, he is in Hamilton. Part. My favorite character in He plays all... Aaron Burr. Really? Wow. Good for him. Apparently he's Aaron Burr. Good for him. He does a great job. 
Sutton it, Foster is also in Trek. Sutton Musical. Foster she did they, not walk into me during that production. They gave her, from what I remember, they gave her, like, you're gonna do Shrek the musical. I mean, she's a great. Fiend. And she's she's like yes because I love this part. It's like a great part. And she gets to tap dance. I'm pretty sure that tap dance number is only in Shrek the Musical. Because if you don't have a tap dancing number and you have Sutton Foster in your show, you are like not having Beyonce sing Shadowland in your movie. It's just a shame. It's just a shame. I don't mean to talk so much now about Shrek the Musical, but the stage for it is phenomenal. It rotates. It's like a rotating and like a light. And it comes up and down. Oh, it's more intense than Hamilton. I don't like the Hamilton (gasps) Hamilton, stage The Hamilton stage spins around, yes. But the Shrek one has a fucking castle come out of it and all kinds of stuff. The guy who played um, Farquaad... Hilarious. <laughs> so I love funny. How they did Farquaad. So funny. You can act in Shrek the Musical. I'm sure you know because you love Wicked too. They have like a Wicked esque part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they uh, from what I remember reading, they stole a lot of stuff on purpose from other shows just to be like, ha ha ha. Yeah. But he, the guy who played him, actually played Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen's dad in their TV series. Well, can you just imagine doing a Broadway show on your knees? Um, our good friend uh, Joshua, JB. yeah, JB, yeah. he did Farquad in a Texas production, right? On uh-huh. your knees, yeah, and he he did it. He looked amazing was, in the he show. Did so good mm-hmm. on your knees, though. Yeah, That's crazy. The whole time. And he's tall. The guy's not short. He's super tall. Farquad short, but I mean the I know uh, I don't even remember his name. I'm sure you'll find it. But no, he he was really good. At I love it. his voice on Broadway. Yes, it's Kevin something maybe. But no, he's also he also was in Prom the Musical, as one of the people. I know he was in that too. Christopher Saber. Christopher Saber. He was not. His name was not Kevin. I was really far off. Sorry, I love Shrek the Musical. I don't. don't. Next Normal's still my favorite, but Shrek. Shrek's like when Shrek has such good music. When we were talking about it, I was like, oh, because that's the one Patrick thought I was going to say, and I told Uh. him it's not that one, because I love Shrek the Musical. It's. it's, I, I was surprised at how good it was. Um, I, I, going back, cause I, I, I've been actually just branching off to other things. I don't know who my favorite character is. <laughs> For double Shrek. In we'll have show, a whole episode about in just show, Shrek. In a Shrek show, in a show, like, I don't, I mean, I love the character of Glinda because she grows a lot, but I also equally like the part of Elphaba. So I don't know, maybe Madame Morrible. <laughs> She's pretty horrible. But I'm going to say Madame Morrible is one of my favorite characters. She gets one song. No, two songs. Which is a shame. She should get more. Especially everyone who's played them. Or has played her. Everyone from like um, Blanche from Golden Girls. uh, Rune McClanahan has played her. Carol Kane has played her. Carol Shelley passed away. But she she played her. She was the first Madame Morrible. But... Yeah, I'd say Madame Marvel's one of my favorites. She's really good. She she embraces her evil and embraces who she is. And like she's like, screw everybody else. I don't care. I'm going to make sure. But then she goes to jail. Prison. Now, what about you, babe? My favorite character, uh, and this took a lot of thought, but mine's Rafiki. Ooh, for yeah. a lot of reasons. Um, like, Rafiki's a good character in any telling of The Lion King. But in the Broadway show... They took a traditionally male part, made it a female part, and it didn't, like, and what I love about it is it, it's not like they drew any attention to it. it. That's just, it's how it is. And the costume design is just bright and colorful. Her makeup is wonderful. Gorgeous. Oh my gosh, it's so perfect. And the songs that she gets are just great. Like, He Lives in You? Oh, yes. He lives in you. The next thing, this is going to probably be faster than the last topics we've talked about. <laughs> because of next normal and Shrek. <laughs> genre of musical. Shrek the musical. Favorite genre of musical. Opera? Rock opera? Does that count? Rock opera would be yeah, a genre. I, will, I really like the rock operas. Uh, I, I'd say if it, if it was like a... I like jukebox music. Jupe? Juke? 
box. Yeah, I couldn't say rock opera at I'm first like, either. <laughs> I like those kind of things because I like hearing music regurgitated, and I like hearing them put in more like a Broadway, you know, style, like Share the Musical and um, the the ones I was talking about earlier, the quartet ones and stuff like that. But I really love ballady. Would that be a genre of musicals? Yeah. Ballady musicals. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like Waitress is a is a ballady musical. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. I like original stuff. Stuff you've never heard before, but it tears your heart apart. Next to normal. <laughs> <laughs> but you know things like that. Things that I can relate to. I don't even know if that's a genre. But what about you? If I had to pick a genre, it'd have to be anything, any f- fantasy kind of music. Okay. Where it's got a little bit of magic or a little bit of mystery, a little bit of depth to it. Um, because it's the opposite of my least favorite genre, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, favorite trope. Can you explain to us what a trope means? So a trope is a very common or overused uh, device or theme in movies, TV, shows, books, things like that. For example, like on the internet, uh, enemies to lovers is a trope. Or like the gay best friend is kind of an archetype, but it could also be a trope. Like my favorite trope is when like there's a, a romantic connection between two characters and they they keep getting closer and closer and closer and closer. And then eventually they just get together and everyone's going to be like, but Larry, that's the point of romances. And I know and I'm cheesy, and I like it when the characters you want to get together get together. It's obnoxious when they don't. I honestly, I am trying to think. I don't think was, I have it was a tough. Trip. I don't think I have one. We'll we'll be talking about something later, and you'll be like, "I love it when we de- they do this." Good, but I just kind of tack that on to the end because I know there's some people who are like, "Oh, I love this in musicals, like when uh, like something that's reoccurring in like yeah, most musicals." Theme. Like, some people went, like, the bad guy's not really the bad guy. Or when the good guy's secretly the bad guy. Stuff like that. Like, the... would I mean... Would the... You know how, like, in Frozen, the it's bad guy... That came to my mind, <laughs> Frozen, the uh, Hans is really the yeah. bad guy, but he starts off as a good guy. I don't know. I kind of hate that. I want to know who the good guy is, and I want to know who the bad guy is. Don't we all? Right off the bat. Olaf's the bad guy. This is not another episode about Josh Gad, okay? No, I said Olaf. I did not say Josh Gad. Yes, but you don't like Olaf because you don't like Josh Gad. Am I wrong? But we were talking about Frozen specifically, so I just said Olaf's the bad guy. Frozen on Broadway is what not... What if in Frozen Bro- 3, Olaf is the villain? And he just murders them all. With Samantha as Crazy his accomplice. plot twist. <laughs> Gail. <laughs> What's your next question, babe? Well, it's not a question. It's a segment. It's a segment? What it's segment is segment. this? It's somewhere over the rainbow. If you <gasps> Is this Wizard could, of Oz? Kind of. Oh, okay. If you could pick I actually hate that any role. kind of role that you'd want to play in an existing musical, what oh, existing. role would you like to play? You can't pick anything from Shrek or Next Normal because they are not it. existing. I was picking Donkey. No, but they, they do it. No, like it, it couldn't be like, I oh, I'd I, want to play. You mean not on Broadway, but they just exist in the world. They have existed at one point. I yes. think okay. that I would make a great Donkey. Yeah, because you're a jackass. I have the personality for it. Yes, you are. Thank you. I say that lovingly, though. But don't you think I'd make a good Donkey? That would be funny. I could see it. Thank you. I don't know. Give us a little taste. Nope. Not on here. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Personally, like, if we would go, if we're going to go people with... people request it, we can. Ooh, on Patreon. <laughs> if we do that. Um, I, like, people would expect me to pick things like Shrek as, like, a Drew Brawl. I would make a wonderful Shrek if I could do a Scottish accent. Don't give me that look. I I'm have a... to see you as Shrek. I don't know. I don't see you as a Shrek. I have a great voice. I sing Shrek okay. all the time. Okay, but that doesn't mean I don't think you fit the Shrek role. Oh, please. I'm pretty sure the costume would fit me. They wouldn't even have to do any enhancements. I'm not calling you a bigger human but being. But if I'm not, not going to do Shrek, I mean, I don't I don't actually... I like singing Shrek. I would just never want to be Shrek. It's why I can't see you. It's just, not, it's just not a character that I would play. I don't feel like I'm that mean-hearted through most of the sh- things. I don't like that. That's why I stuff. can't see you as Shrek. I'm not um, saying that you don't look like I Shrek. know. I was just messing with you. Um, I would say... Fiero has been one of my dream roles. 
since I was a little boy. He's putting on the white pants right now, guys. <laughs> One leg at he a took, time. He took, he took them right out of his bag. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I just love his character. He, I feel like he has one of the biggest growths in the entire show. And I feel like he is super selfless. And he gets to sing really fun songs. I mean, Dancing Through Life is an absolutely epic song to sing. And he starts off just so rude and like high polloi and everything. He's just, I don't know. His first line is like, or one of his, one of his lines that he says, it's one of my favorite lines is no i'm genuinely self-absorbed and self-centered as you think i am it's very funny but what would you do honestly and because i know how you feel about this musical i'd want to play the phantom in phantom of the opera because he's he's a bad guy and yet and and like nothing he does is really good in the story except for like at the very end when he's like i guess i could die to save you people like but I like it because the way he's portrayed in the in the show and the films and stuff is he's still portrayed like you want to like him. Like he's not good and he has like he's he's murdering people but you still want to like him. Yeah. I'll let you play. I need to back to up for a it. second. Oh gosh. I actually have a different favorite song. What is it, Jess? The Bitch of Living from Spring Awakening. Bitch of Living is a great epic song. It's that song. Continue. <laughs> now that we've gotten our favorites, uh, high accolades, it's time for our least favorites. So, you know what? Why don't we start with you? You can do, babe, you can do your <laughs> least favorite musical. My as soon as favorite. I started talking about it, you're like, I am zoning out. I don't want to hear about You've this. mentioned both of ours, and both times we both got mad at you. And, uh, and I'm so glad for it. I, I would have to say... And people, please don't come for me. No, they're going to come for me, not you. They're, no, they're probably going to come for both of us. Because I... I do not like Phantom of the Opera. You clink and clank that thing all Jeez. show. We're gonna people are going to start complaining a, about that. Yeah, we're going to give you a paper cup. No, we're going to give him a plan. sippy cup. <laughs> we'll put vodka in we'll it. <laughs> Uh, my least favorite show is The We're Phantom of the Opera. Literally. I can't handle that show. I've seen, like, just too much of it. I can't... I just can't. <laughs> I There are no words that can express, like, up how I don't like The Phantom of the Opera. Great, great job, Andrew Lloyd Webber. But there's just too much. I understand making your lead actress sing these really super obnoxiously high notes. But it's the entire show. Like, she is just a one-note character, and I just can't handle her arc. I can't handle the Phantom's arc. Like, I just... It's it's done. Like, it's right up there with Les Mis, the musical movie. Like, that's how annoying <laughs> it is for me. I actually don't like Lim as the show either, but I am only allowed to pick one, and it was Phantom. Jeff, I'm very excited to hear what you are least favorite show. Let Larry go first, so we don't so I don't stomp all over. We might run over time. Um, so mine's gonna be pretty brief. Uh, it's my least favorite musical because I like some songs from it, but it is Lim is. Uh, a lot of people love it. A lot of people hate it. But the the reason it's my least favorite is there. There's never a, a break in it it's very long and especially like i get why it's everyone loves it but especially like watching the the film version and i could imagine this is very similar in the broadway vision uh watching it you're just when you're just staring at these actors as they're just going on and i was tired after the movie like like there there's there's so much i like about it but I'm just sitting there waiting, like, like looking at my watch, just checking my phone, scrolling through Facebook, while I'm just waiting for the next thing to happen. And then it all happens, and then it's just dragging again. My best friend and I fell asleep seeing that movie when it came out. Oof. We were just like, this is, um... Yeah, it, it, was, just, it was just a very tiring movie, and it's a tiring musical... 
it's just tiring. It's so there's just it like like you said it just keeps going and going. And it's hard to have peaks and valleys when your peaks and valleys are very 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 long. Exactly, a hundred percent. I agree with you, one hundred percent. All right, Jeff, the time has come. What is your least favorite musical? I despise with a burning passion of every sun in any multiverse into the woods which me hating this musical is actually what kind of spawned the idea of this whole entire episode it's true i we're not gonna lie that's a and i'm not gonna go on my normal 10 hour rant about why i hate it just two hours yes i mainly hate it because i was in the pit for it and the music is the same thing the do 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 all the entire time. This now, is a true statement. Granted, when you watch the musical, you wouldn't notice it. But when you're in the pit band, and the band is trying to learn how to play the music, and you're there for six hours a day, and it's the only thing you hear for three whole months, you think about suicide. Sondheim is hard. It's hard. Music. Yes. But it's... Just, I don't... I like the story. Whatever. It's cool. You know, the fairy tales... All that stuff, it's a little fucked up. But <laughs> but it's not a bad story. I just can't, I can't do it. If any time, and I'll know, like, as soon as someone would start playing, like, Into the Woods or something like that, I know it's coming. I'm like, mm, 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 nope, <laughs> we gotta go. Like, I saw the movie when it came out. It The movie wasn't as bad because they didn't necessarily use the theme every single time. They left out a lot of stuff. Yes. So it wasn't as bad, but my God, if you listen to that, and it's not even like every song is a variation of those notes. Mm-hmm. Every song is a variation of it. What's funny is you're you're sitting across and talking about this for from two people who actually thoroughly enjoy Into the Woods. Care. I hate it so much. <laughs> I see, if I could go back in time and make it never be created, no, I would go back in time and I would burn Into the Woods before it even got produced. Oh, I hate it. Oh, that's sad. I hate it. See, there's only and one part of the movie about I hate. It, well, now that we've talked about it, it's going to be stuck in my head for like the next like week and a half. Continue. What part don't you like? The part in the, the music? Mo- no, the part in the movie, Jack's Killing the Giant song, There Are Giants in the Sky. In the movie, it irritates me to no end. Who played Jack? Some, I'm, I know he's probably... He's the kid from Les Mis, I think. He's one of the kids from Les Mis, I believe. I but... There were some good people in that movie. His giant yeah. in this giant in the sky was just... If I'm going to pick out one word, or if I'm going to call it one word, I would say it would be terrible. Was it terrible? It was terrible. Daniel Huddlestone. Well, Daniel, I'm sorry that I do not did not like you in it Into the Woods. It wasn't okay, I did not like you in Into the Woods. You just, I don't know. It was your. It was the way he he phrased his stuff and the, his words and the the terrible giants in the sky. I just, I don't know how he got the part unless they were just desperate. Everything else in that movie for Larry and I is wonderful. We like everyone in that movie. James Corden, love you. Emily Blunt, love you. Johnny Depp, I could love the movie without you. Chris Pine, wasn't it? But yeah, Chris was Pine a was a prince. I mean, have you, did you not see that prince scene? No, they're in the water. I'm and pretty sure when I was sitting there, I was trying not to watch them. They're movie. in the water, and they're in leather, and they're just beautiful, both of them. And I'm just like, yes. But yes, that's why I don't really like the movie. I like the movie, I just didn't like that part. I hate Into the Woods. Please, everyone, don't come for us. We're just sharing our These are just our least favorites. <laughs> uh, least favorite song. Hey, at least you didn't say you'd go back in time and make sure it never existed. That's, I can help you, though. I'll get rid of Phantom while I'm at it. That's true. Music of the Night from Phantom of the Opera. Sorry, Larry. I have to get rid of Phantom now, too. Oh, like the song Phantom of the no. Opera? No, no. I was going back in time to get rid of Into the Woods. I'm I'm helping Alan. We're gonna get, get rid of Phantom of, too. Do you want me to get rid of Les Mis for you? Or no. will you allow it? Will you allow it to still exist? I would. I would allow it. The okay, funny thing about it. the fact that we do not like these musicals is that these three musicals are pillars of the musical theater community. Like, 
like Sondheim and whoever wrote Les Mis and Andrew Lloyd Webber, like these are the things that put them on the map and made them famous. But I like other musicals by him. Right, but these three in particular are three shows that are just like there. Like I, they are what right made the community are, there. I'm sorry, I want to change my answer. What? Uh, my least favorite is not Les Mis. It is Cats. Oh, so we're going to go destroy cats now. Can I <laughs> no. go back in time and kill that you one? You can't change your answer. We've already thoroughly discussed Lee Miz. Lee Miz is a close second. Can I, I go back in time and get rid of cats? I dislike cats more. And not be, it was a cl- clever idea, but it... Was it? I, I mean, you made a musical it was, about trains also. I haven't seen that one yet. Starlight Express? Is that what it's Jellicle called? Jellicle Cats. That's what it's called, right? I, yes, but Starlight Express, I think, was there first, and then he made it into a musical. I, like, I'm sure if I saw... I might be wrong. So you can correct me if you'd like. Cats in the Flesh? I would, the flesh. I would like it more. <laughs> I've never seen Cats on Broadway or the movie. I've never seen the Cats movie. either. I just like Memory. That's one of the only songs that I like. That is a great song. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, next question. Least <laughs> Let's not hate, let people hate us anymore. Oh, about uh, hating into the least woods. favorite song into the woods. Least favorite song. Oh, that's a good one. Every song in into the woods except for cuz Alan, you no said you said music of the night, right? Music of the night. Yes. And what did you say? Every song in into the woods Overused except for and overdone. <laughs> except for I no one is alone. No one is alone. I think the song Truly. I put because I can't think of... I don't listen to songs I don't like. I think the song I put was In Summer from Frozen. It's... It's not good on Broadway either. Like, I, and, and it's funny because it's a catchy song. I just... I don't care for it. Is that the Olaf song? Yeah. Yes. But if you listen to... Because it's, it's Olaf. When there is a... the there's a, there's a lady currently playing Olaf on Broadway... And her in summer is really entertaining. Oh, for sure, because I don't much think... more entertaining than any man I've ever heard sing it. Yeah, like sorry, I don't Josh have hard I'm feelings against it. I just right now I can't think of any songs that I'm just like. Yeah, because you don't li- you listen to a lot of music, and and if I don't like it, I just you don't, don't listen, listen to it. Yeah, exactly. But so least favorite song, least favorite character. Can I go first on this one? Yes, please, please. Because he's yeah. Scuttle. <laughs> Scuttle from Scuttle the Little from Mermaid, Little Mermaid. <laughs> is my least favorite musical character. Like, I know I gave Ariel a little bit of junk on my least favorite character, but she's... I've rethought my opinion on her. Scuttle is terrible and annoying and awful, and she's I She's better like in the him. musical. Oh, yeah. Well, Ariel sure. is better in the musical than in... Honestly, I think, for the most part, the musical's better than... Like, I really enjoy the musical. Than, and, and, and I know it's because they had more time to work on it, but... Andrew Minkin did Andrew Minkin. Alan, Alan Minkin, Minkin also did the musical. Oh, good. He did. Yeah, I'm so glad he, he's kept his hand in a lot of those things to improve them and work on them. Ooh, Jeff, what's your favorite? Because I still don't have a favorite. Least or least favorite, favorite um, character. Hold on, I'm looking up the name of the character. <laughs> <laughs> we can continue to talk about Scuttle while he does that. Their name... Let's see if you can tell me oh, what it's gosh. from. Their name is... Uh, Arch9? Arknine? Archnine? It's the spider from Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. <laughs> oh, I, have, I haven't it's even the listened to that music. Arachnine? Yeah, Arachne. There we go. Ar- that's not how it was spelled, but yeah, Arachne. Because um, it's technically, I guess it's the, the Greek mythology spider goddess or something like that. And sure. apparently in a, it, not, nothing about it in Act 1. And then Act 2 comes along. And she's like trying to like take Peter's powers back or something like that, or turn Peter into a spider, a spy, a spider, not Spider Man, into a spider or something. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck happened during that mo- that musical when I was watching it, but it's a terrible character because <laughs> it makes no sense. I don't like the aunt from uh, Little Women. Yeah, she. I know that she plays a very important part. Is it Aunt March? I do not know. Yeah, um, I know she plays a very important part in the musical. I mean, well, in their lives in general. Uh, she takes... She comes to... She's supposed to take one of, you know, either Joe or... She ends up taking Amy. Spoiler, if you've never read the book or seen the movies, she takes Amy um, to become boy polloid and famous. What? I don't like her character in the musical 
Because she has one song and it's a downer. It's <laughs> such a downer. She's basically like, you need to, we earn things. I just don't like her. She's a terrible character. But and anyone who's I'll ever give, played her has just been terrible. I'll give her a real character. Okay. I don't like Henry in Next Normal. Oh, the boyfriend? Yeah. Uh, I can see that. He just wants to go out with her. He's, he's a little annoying. And then he gets her hooked on drugs and all he's this stuff. He's kind of needy. He's, but he's the one that gets hooked on all the drugs. She's yes. fine. And all of a sudden, she's an addict. So, least favorite genre? Because we all said we liked kind of poppy, <laughs> rocky musicals. Into the Woods. <laughs> I don't really care for a lot of no, not Sondheim. Just specifically the genre called Into the Woods. I don't okay. care, but I don't really care for a lot of pop, not poppy, but bubblegum Broadway stuff. Yeah, bubblegum Broadway would be things that that it just it just feels like it's high, not high, but like very perky, peppy. There's never anything sad about it. Mm-hmm. I can't be down. I just like Legally Blonde the musical is considered bubblegum pop. It's on the it's better so end of bubblegum pop. Than that. It's so good. Yeah, but there's so it's so. I think my thing when I go to see a musical, and I think it's why I like rock opera so much, mm-hmm. is I want music. Yes. I'm not there to see a play with music in it. The I focus would, it should be on the, the music, on the songs. The story should mm-hmm. be told in the songs with some dialogue to back it up. Right. Like, and I know I. I trashed Les Mis for being only music, but I would rather that than have, like, three times, like, three-fourths of the play be dialogue and then yeah. only a quarter be music. I would yeah. be disappointed. Well, like, like, like I was saying, Legally Blonde is on the higher end of, like, a good bubblegum pop musical. Give us a bad one. Give us an oh, example. A bad one? Oh. Give us an example. He- oh, people are going to hate woods. me for this because people love this musical. Heather's... Who's the musical? It. I haven't seen it. Space off of the movie. I have never seen it. It's just it's too for me. It's too bubblegum poppy. It's it is it just it's too uppity. Um, and I I know earlier I just said like it's a little too girly, but it's I don't know. It's just girly and over sexualized sometimes that those kind of uh, bubblegum pop and just too poppy. What's yours, Larry? Um, my least favorite genre would have to be anything that's just modern drama. Like, it's, it's one of the reasons that I can't get behind, like, watching um, drama films, TV shows, stuff like that, where it just, if there's not some kind of other aspect, if it's just like, look how sad this person's life is today, generally, I'm not a fan. Now, like, I imagine Next to Normal would be a, a like, a different version of that because it deals with those heavier themes, but when it's just... And I, I can't even, honestly, off the top of my head, I can't even think of any musicals. But if they're... Oh, yeah. No, there are a few. But the I, woods? <laughs> yes, because that takes place in the modern era. Uh, it could. Uh, it could. It could, thank you it very much. It could. They could modernize it's it. It's a timeless why don't we, classic. Why don't we modernize it, but get rid of the music? It happened. Mm-hmm. And change the music from da-da-da-da to Then else. they wouldn't speak. No, 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 no. We keep the songs, but uh-huh. we, we change the music part of it. So instead of going, then it would make sense. You can't. I'm no, sorry. you just make it a cappella, and you have people say that. I can that have part. the same words, just without the da 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 das. When you were in New York, I, no, you probably already here, or New Jersey. Did you ever see the thing that where they did into the woods outside? They did it in yes. like a tree. Did you see that? No, Wasn't why a- would I go to it? I was actually, my friend was like, oh, I'm going to go to this. Do you want to come? And I said, absolutely not. You know, I don't like Into the Woods. But yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And no, I did not go to it because it has the words called Into the Woods in it. Yes, but I believe Amy Adams was in it. And I believe Donna Murphy played the witch at some point in she time. Did. I did not go to it. Do you like Donna Murphy, though? You don't know who Donna Murphy is. Never Mother Gothel from Tangled. She follows my Twitter, so I just wanted to give her a little shout out. Yeah, I know she is. Well, I don't know what she looks like. Hi, Donna Murphy. How's it going? Thanks for listening. If you, you listen, you can be on the show. You can be on the show. Actually, I'd really love if you wanted to be on the show. We'd love to talk to you. Least favorite trope. I know we didn't have a necessarily have a favorite one, it's but you're I have using to drop a this word one. that I've never used before. Okay, my least favorite trope. Thinking about it, boy meets girl. Girl falls in love with boy. Boy doesn't fall in love with girl. 
girl is devastated instead of being empowered. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's fair. That that's that's along the lines of mine. Classic love. I don't always like classic love. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, where it's like, oh, there's so many problems in, with what's going on, and I don't know if I like you. Mine is when characters get upset and make rash decisions over unreasonable things. Exactly. I understand what you're saying. What about you, Jeff? Into the woods. Next question. All right. <laughs> I don't so know. I don't really have a not favorite. Do I, I didn't have a favorite one, so. So I know we kind of covered this all, but we're, I'm just going to do a quick check. Does anyone have any unpopular opinions that we haven't covered already? I think I we like covered those in, least, in our least favorite. <laughs> I don't like Into the Woods. That's fair. So we're going to do a segment called Roundtable Musical. Okay. Where we are going to come up with the, the idea behind a musical... One word at a time. We're going to write our own musical for you guys. We're going to write the... This is, gonna the, be a three the premise, this is a three-hour segment. We're going to write the synopsis of our musical. <laughs> this is a three-hour segment, guys. All right. Are you going to write down the words as we say them? Um, I will do Try. my best. Let me get out some... We can always pull it later. We'll okay. post this somewhere, guys. We're going to tell you the synopsis of our... Of our and musical. I'm thinking we're going to tell the synopsis in, like, maybe two sentences... Because we're already, uh, we've talked a lot about musicals. So let's go. All right. The Phantom of China <laughs> was obsessed with Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Alan was hot. Period. Okay, we're going more than two sentences. <laughs> because video games died. Also. Period. <laughs> We're going to keep going, Alan. The Phantom of China disregards political games. Period. Abducting <laughs> little pizzas. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like that's the end of a sentence. Start a new one. <laughs> We're having a lot of run-off sentences right now. Ending with salad, comma, Alan, <laughs> eight. What did you say? Eight. The number or the word? The word. Alan, you said salad. Verb. Eight. Eight. A-T-E. Eight. A lot. <laughs> That's two words. No, it could be one. It's... Technically, I said video games, so... A lot. This was a great idea. In China. He... Escapes... WAP. <laughs> he escapes WAP. Barely. The... Moral was don't eat wop. Yeah, you said the word I wanted you to. Period. That's it. That's it. I, that That's was it. terrible. I was, I, I, ooh, that Did was you rough. even write that down? That's the end of the musical. I'm going to pull it from the when we listened to it. I gave up because everyone was going too fast and that was me, and I'm like, ah, we'll do that again. The Phantom maybe. Of China. And and I kept trying to wrap it back around, and it just didn't. And then I tried to end it. I was like, "The." I know you wanted me to say "end," but I, I didn't, was. I was. I wasn't really ready for, for it. End. I wasn't. I was ready for one more sentence. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Wow. wow. I knew you wanted me to say "end." I was like, I was sitting there going, "Should I say?" But <laughs> going, like, going with endings. I was going to end the episode. <laughs> Yes, you are correct. I I think that we've thoroughly exhausted Into the Woods as a topic. (laughs) Oh oh, no, we haven't. So stay tuned for the episode of just me complaining. So our two our two topics uh, this episode were our favorite things and why Jeff doesn't like (laughs) Like Into Into the the Woods. Woods. Actually, I didn't go on as much as I normally do. Alan, the first time you ever asked me why I didn't like Into the Woods. Oh, it was terrible and long, (laughs) and it was just. And then what we were doing, we were having to do work in between. <laughs> and it was like, okay, so where were you? Okay, so this <laughs> was very funny at the time. Now oh. it is exhausted, the time. So I hope we have razzle-dazzled you today. <laughs> We've something to them. <laughs> we have something, though. If you guys want to ask us anything else about any musicals or you want like a, a part two to our musical episode, let us know. You can email any questions in general, or new topics you want us to talk about, or past things you want us to talk about. Because if not, you're going to have to listen to Jeff talk about Into the Woods forever. Or Shrek. 
or Shrek. Or Shrek the Musical. It's going or to be, It's going to be a split episode. No, I didn't talk about Lame Or you get another one of these roundtable things, so you just better we watch. We'll, we'll do a whole episode <laughs> each saying one word per, per sentence. Phantom of um, China. You can email us at gigglesandgays at gmail.com. Uh, you can tweet us at... At gigglesandgays on Twitter. Instagram. At Giggles and Gays. And Facebook, believe it or not, it's Giggles and Gays. What? <laughs> uh, you can also listen to us wherever you can find a podcast. Uh, we should be on everything. By now, we should be on everything. Yes. Knock on every type of wood. We should be on everything by now. And if there's something random that you do listen to us on and we don't know about it, let us know. Let us know. Uh, the previews for episodes will come out on Fridays. And new episodes come out every single Monday. Uh Boys, uh, Alan's personal Instagram. My personal Instagram is at ginger underscore prince underscore charming. You can always get me there. You can always say stuff to me there. I've tried to post a lot um, lately. I haven't, but I've been I've been trying to do a little bit better. So make sure you go follow that as well. And if you have any suggestions for our Man Crush Mondays, feel free. So hit me up there. And what about you, Larry? My personal. Instagram is A R X R Y L Arxrill. My art Instagram is uh, inked by Arxrill, and the Wellborn House, the underscore Wellborn underscore House, for pictures of our decorations. Uh, right now, we're doing autumn, Halloween, spooky season stuff. Most of the stuff we made ourselves. Yes, indeed. Or we picked up and combined from the Dollar General. Dollar Tree? Dollar, Dollar Tree. Tree. Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree can sponsor us. I'd be great with Dollar Tree. I mean, it's, everything's a dollar. But um, also, uh, the end of voting season is near. You've heard us talk about it a lot. you probably heard everyone talk about it a lot. We actually just mailed in our mail-in ballots today so make sure you have a plan with your mail-in ballots or your ballots in general uh just make sure you got a plan guys yeah if you are mailing in uh don't wait till the last minute if you're doing it in person just make sure you've got a plan for the day that's it well thanks so much for listening to us tonight this has been giggles and gaze i'm alan i'm larry and i'm jeff and keep calm and giggle on (laughs) 